0: Why are you so nervous, Marcus?
1: It's all
0: right, mate. <laughs> good day, chick. And I'll just say, right to him, I'll say, good day, toots. Did the t- boys take the piss out of it? Yes, we did, but we all did enjoy. Hello, mate. Oh, <laughs> I was watching. I was waiting for it. Couldn't do it to you. It's again. a better start. It's a better start. We're getting there. You're actually getting better week by week, and I'm uh, lo- loving what you're bringing. Uh, Hi, mate. Good. How are you? Oh, you know, I've had, bad, had better yeah. weeks. But I'm used to it now. It's starting to become a bit, um, bit of a repetition now. So. Yeah. your
1: yeah, Footy weekends aren't what they used to be, are they?
0: No. No, they're not. But you know, that's footy. That's mm. life. Can't be at the top forever. So,
1: anyway. Oh, jeez. Well, let's start there. Let's yeah. Start l- there. Let's
0: get straight into it. No, yep. no point beating around the bush any longer. <laughs>
1: Did you, was my mic not working just then? It was very low. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was very low. I too. sounded like I was echoing to myself.
0: Yeah, which you do a bit. Um, you just
1: you just knew that was going to happen, didn't you? You just wanted to drown me out with the intro.
0: Well, I wasn't sure what you were going to say, yeah. so I was, yeah, buying my time. But yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah now we'll talk about let's talk about your twigs, game of the weekend. Well, you happened? know what? Well, I think for the most part it was. I mean, tell me if I was wrong. I thought it was a. I mean, on paper, it probably looked like a good game because of how close it was. But it was actually pretty boring. It wasn't an exciting game of footy. I mean, it wasn't many goals kicked. It was pretty low scoring. Um, the last quarter was obviously thrilling as uh, most draws tend to be. But, yeah, obviously a disappointing result for Richmond. Again, blowing multiple opportunities to win the game. Noah Bolter goes back, tries to wind the clock down with two minutes to go. Somehow gets beaten by the 30-second uh, shot clock. And about a minute later, we win a clearance hit. We had no right in winning. Marlon Peek, it breaks through the pack, hits up Noah Cumberland, 55 metres out. And uh, I can't, can't blame the kid, but he tried to take the game on, probably should have gone back, had the set shot. Plays on, siren goes... Game's a tie. I'd take, I'd take that over a loss any day of the week, but... He would have made the distance too. He had the leg. He had the leg. I think just as a young kid, he knew that there was urgency and I think he just wanted to get it down there as quickly as possible. I'm not I'm not sure what was going through his head, but I, I'm not as mad with him as I am with Noel Bolter. Who cares? Wow. <laughs> now that... That is where my blood boils a little bit and I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit yeah. later in my Crimea river. But yeah, that was... Um, that was hard to watch. I mean, it, it couldn't have, it couldn't have found a more Richmond way to lose that game. And Dimmer said it a couple of weeks ago. We spoke about it last week. Richmond are beating Richmond, and again, we've done it. Credit to the Freo. they played good footy. Um, you know, probably disappointed they didn't come away with the win themselves. They had a few chances late that they squandered. So it's a bit, um, a bit disappointing for both sides. But I'll take two points over zero any day of the week.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, as you said, it was a pretty, pretty boring, pretty. Not a lot was happening for majority of that game. And then the last quarter or halfway through the last quarter, it just got really intense. I think that's as, as, as intense a game you'll see those last five minutes. it um, oh, was crazy. The,
0: it was finals like kind yeah. of football, like the the intensity, the pressure. It was right up there. And I was listening to the radio on the way home, um, and they're all saying like it was sort of finals like intensity, which was mm. awesome to see because it's probably the closest we're going to get to it this year, the way we're going. So – Good to watch, but yeah, obviously just disappointing result. No one wants to see a draw. You, mm. I mean, I don't mind a draw during home and away, but I know a lot of people are talking about it. Do you, do you think they should be bringing in extra time or just let it finish?
1: I think just let it finish. Yeah. Like, draw. Same. Draw's a draw. I
0: think if both time, both teams got no points, I would say bring in extra time. But the fact yeah. that you still get your two points, yeah. I think I and think leave it as is. And then for finals, obviously, yeah. your extra time needs to come into play. It's
1: too rare for, for there to be a rule change on it, I think. Yeah. It's like it's not like it how happens often does once it a week, You know, I think that oh, that was the first one of the year, wasn't it? Uh, oh, yeah, that was. Yeah, and that's am forgetting one. No, but yeah, I believe so. Um, it's
0: not like soccer. Soccer happens weekly. Yeah, basketball happens all the time. Yeah, because it, I don't know. I guess the way the games are played, but football it's such a rarity. Yeah, no, nah, there's, there's no point. There's
1: no point. No, it's just just leave it, and I don't think that's the excitement of it all. Like, yes, it would be exciting to see an extra time, but I mean, no. Nah, just just leave it. I think. Mean, I'm glad they changed it in the finals in the grand final, but nah, just leave it. It was um, it was and it's just a bizarre, bizarre feeling after it, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's you. you don't know if you're, you're happy or yeah. sad or what you're feeling after the game. I mean, I was probably relieved we didn't uh, we didn't blow it again and lose, yeah. which I guess is a step forward. Maybe next week we'll win a game. <laughs> Who knows? So exciting in that sense, but um, yeah, you just you're a bit flat, I guess, and mm. the the part that really got me was we're walking out of Marvel Stadium we're going down the ramps and Freo supporters everywhere are just talking shit and giving us Richmond supporters grief and I'm like do you realize you guys didn't win the game either really what were they saying oh just like getting stuck in about you know how we shit and I'll let another one slip and I'm like but so did you guys like it's not like you guys beat us if you beat us fair enough like talk as much shit as you want but yeah was a tired game
1: yeah that's interesting. From and from it's the, not like
0: they didn't have chances to win the game either. It wasn't yeah. like you know they came back strong and just fell short. Like they had a few shots on goal late that they missed. Mm. So I
1: feel like they, they they probably made the the game so tight because they were just so defensive, which they've been good at all year. Yeah, well, that's probably.
0: their style of footy, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. it probably helped that Nat Fife went off injured.
1: Yeah, you which In is I'm it? I'm
0: spewing about that because I love Nat Fife. I think he's a fantastic footballer. I love watching him play, and he was probably just starting to hit his come back towards his best after last week, had a really good game, spent some <coughs> midfield minutes, and to see him go down, I mean, obviously at the time I was happy, suits us, but, yeah, disappointing for Freo and Five going forward.
1: Yeah. Yep. All right, well, let's move on from that game. Um, I know how emotional you, you get about your Tigers, so I don't want to uh, bring some tears to your eyes, as I can see they're getting quite watery I'm at the moment. I'm swelling up. I'm uh, swelling <laughs>
0: up. Let's move on.
1: <laughs> well, let's talk about another, yeah, another big talking point, and that was – the emergence, the arrival of Jamara Ugall Hagen. It's been a long time coming.
0: Jeez, that last goal was one of the better goals I've seen in a long time. It? I mean, yep. there was a few goals that happened this week that were actually pretty special, but that one was was right up there with the best. That and was, yeah. the timing of it, I think, was the biggest thing. I mean, it was obviously a ten point margin by the end of the game, but geez, for him to step up in a big moment like yeah. that, kick a bag for the night, it was it was unbelievable to see. And I'm I'm hoping this is like we said, that arrival when from now on, like we, mm. you see that more often. Yeah, not just a, a once-off fluke kind of a game. So yep. I hope you know that's what we see from now on from Jamar. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, definitely his breakout game um, for a number one pick. He really hadn't done much up until then. Like there was a lot of question marks over him. Like, yeah, you know, is he is he going to be you know, a number one flop? Is he going to be um, like the ones we've seen before? But Oh, jeez, he put all that to bed on, on Saturday
0: night. 100%, he did. I think part of it was probably the fact that he wasn't given as much opportunity as we probably expected him to. I think at another club, they probably would have played him mm-hmm. earlier than Bevo did. And for whatever reason, Bevo didn't play him. Is was famous in the media for a little while there about Bevo not giving Jamara a game. But I think he's starting to get some consistent footy under his belt now. Um, and I think it's starting to pay um, yeah, pay dividends.
1: Yeah, no, good on him. And hope he hope he does go well because yeah, the the criticism these high draft picks get at such an early stage of their career is um is, is ridiculous.
0: So oh it's nuts. I'm
1: glad he's uh he's glad he's shut the critics up and, and put in a performance like that and, and arguably has put the dual dogs in the finals, you think they'd be the favourite to, to finish in that eighth position now. Well, after that win, yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean you don't knock off Melbourne and get looked at lightly after that. No. So yeah, I think they're definitely the uh that favourite for the eighth spot right yep. now, for sure.
1: And we all know what the doggies can do from that position of the ladder if they make the finals.
0: Yeah, so. 100%. So I'd be excited as a Bulldogs fan that the season is still well and truly alive. Yep,
1: absolutely. Pies. Jeez. I've done it again.
0: This, shit me, it up again. this oh, shit me up it's, the wall. It's, it's, it's annoying now. Well, more, more I, don't, I mean, it's annoying for most um, neutral fans, I think, that don't go for Collingwood. But for me, especially, because Richmond's in the exact opposite position as mm. them. We can't win a game, like a close game, and Collingwood can't seem to lose one, and they've done it again. I mean, how many points were they down at one point? Thirty odd, thirty five, mm. I think it might have been. Was pies. it? Pause. pies down? No, they were twenty
1: points down. Twenty points down. at Thirteen one stage. minutes to go in the game. Yeah, um, d- and just that, did, oh. the defending from Essendon was pathetic
0: in but, that last
1: passage. But was terrible. Still, like, how do they? Like, it's just the same story every time.
0: But everything went perfect for them they as did. well. I mean, that yeah, yeah, the, the, the missed shot on goal from the Bombers. And the perfect transition from forward 50 to forward 50. It was unbelievable. And For Jamie Elliott to take a two-on-one contested chest mark seemed almost too easy. And then to go back and slot the goal from where he did, that's one of the best mm. post-siren finishes I think I've yeah, ever seen. It's as good as you'll see. Yeah, that's right up there. Great. And then the roar from the Collingwood fans. I mean, mm. one of the biggest clubs in the competition and it, it bloody showed on uh, yeah. Sunday. Right, I'm just just couldn't
1: believe it. Like We've been talking the last few weeks about... This luck that Collingwood have got—it's just when's it going to end? Well, but they just keep doing it. I like, feel
0: like at this point you you can't just keep just saying keep, I don't think it's luck anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean they're finding themselves happens two weeks in a row. They're in, they're in this position. They're in a winning position every game.
0: What well, exactly? Right, the top four right now. They yeah. they've won eight in a row, and yeah. I think six of those eight have been within a kick. can oh, it keep rolling? Like, can it roll to a premiership? Well, I don't see why not. I mean, that's how flags are won by a lot of these up-and-coming clubs. Not that Collingwood's mm. necessarily up-and-coming as such, but they probably won't tip to, you know, play finals. You so took line... the spoon. No, I didn't. You did. Did I?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring out the predictions. I think I might have been taking the mickey a little bit. <laughs> but,
0: um, yeah, I, no, I don't think anyone expected them to be top four and sitting where they're sitting at the moment. And after this many tight wins, it's, I think it's just gotten to the stage where they know how to win close games of footy. Mm. Yeah. And you hear Craig McCraig say that they are uh, – they practice it at training, and mm. it shows. You don't. I wonder why most clubs yeah. don't
1: do that. Yeah, they do practice it at training, but like they're not getting blown out. So like they're always in that position, you know. Like they're never at a at a they're never down enough to be like, okay, that's that's game done. Like they're always within arms arms reach of of a result.
0: Well, that's it, and that's credit to them. Yeah. So, I mean, we can say they're as lucky as we want, but if they're, keeping with, if they're keeping in games like this, then they're a genuinely good side, and mm-hmm. they've knocked off, you know, contenders. Yeah. So, it's not they're beating bottom of the ladder. They're, you know, they're well, beating good sides. Their last three weeks have been all bottom. Yeah, their last teams. three, but then they also beat Frio and uh, Melbourne in that yeah. mix. So, and they only just lost to Geelong earlier in the season. They That'd beat Carlton. So, they're, they're beating good sides.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know, but... It's just a, it's just annoying because you know the Collingwood supporters think they can win the premiership now, and they've won nine games in a row by a combined sixty something points. Like it's oh, <laughs> like you almost just want to see that bubble burst. But I mean, good on them. At the same time, good on them. It's probably just me talking. I think Is that's a, a little bit of a bias. Yeah, opinion there. yeah, yeah it's absolutely. Just me being a, a Carlton, typical Carlton supporter hating Collingwood, but it's uh, yeah. I mean, you applaud them, but at the same time, it's like geez.
0: It's more envy, I think. Yeah, it's, it's just more like envy. How can envision. a team
1: have so much luck? Like yeah,
0: this? exactly. Well, I think we've sort of it's been answered this week. I don't I don't think it is as much luck anymore as it is just talent mm. and ability. So good on them and what Craig McCray's doing there at the pies. He's doing some yeah, he is. amazing things. And tell you what, I wouldn't mind getting him back at Richmond right about now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. Would it would he? One day. Nah, well, American. Yeah, reckon. I mean, reckon. Well, well, he, I mean not, obviously not in the near future, but he was one, a, one day.
0: Oh, who knows? I don't know how much of a Richmond man he was. I mean, he was a VFL Richmond How yeah, long was coach. he there for? A few years. He was head coach of the VFL side, mm. won a flag with them.
1: Your VFL team? Yeah. That wouldn't have been hard. Was that during your pre-season, your, your premiership season? I think it was
0: t- 2019, I think it, I think it was. Yeah, every team won the flag that year except our women's. Yeah. So um, seniors, reserves, wheelchair team, <laughs> all got the flag. That's great. And let me tell you, this is one, I know this is completely off topic, and we had not written this on the run sheet at all. But speaking of our wheelchair team, this took me by surprise. Went to the best and fairest that year in 2019, and obviously did a bit of a celebration. They brought teams up on the podium, et cetera, et cetera. They announced a the wheelchair team. And here I am expecting to see, you know, all these handicapped and, you know, disabled people in wheelchairs and whatnot come onto the stage. These guys walked onto the stage. Really? I didn't realise that being a part of the wheelchair team, you didn't actually have to be wheelchair bound. You just have to know how to use one. Oh, right. Yeah. Which, unless they, look, there could have been a a disability or an injury of some sort that they can't run around and they they can walk, but they can't. I'm not sure. I didn't. Mm. Look into it. I don't want to offend anybody. That, well, you know, and
1: offend I mean, anybody here. But if someone knows, if someone, knows, took me if by someone knows more info about that, let us know. Yeah, I'd, I'd love, love an answer because
0: yeah. I remember sitting there and my, my jaw nearly hit the floor. I thought, yeah. what is are these guys just walking yeah. on stage? I I just presumed it was a bit like the um, like a Paralympics type thing where like you you had you know you, you. I don't
1: think you're fully fully paralyzed, but you can if you've got some sort of handicap or disability. I think you can you count towards it. I th- yeah, I think. And yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I probably know.
0: should have done my research, but it just popped into my head someone, now. Thinking about it, someone definitely
1: let us know. Um, that'd be great. Absolutely. Yeah. Send a,
0: send us a DM. But yeah, um, yeah. Forgot well, what i forgot what we're talking about yeah. now, to be honest. Well, let's move on. Yeah, let's get let's get out of this conversation. Let's move on
1: to a team that is currently the flag favourites, and that is Geelong, who that game against Port was was epic. That was a finals like game.
0: Yeah, you want to talk about finals like atmospheres. Mm. This was it. Um and it was at one point I thought Port were gonna get him. And we said yeah, last week they that they were every have. chance to they get him. Yeah, have. no, you're right, they should have, but Geelong just been the cooler, calmer heads, just experienced. Yeah, experienced, stood up and did what they had to and Tommy bought. Hawkins just Yeah, Tom Hawkins, yeah. like you know, he's done it again and again. He's probably not gonna slow down anytime soon, mm. which is uh unfortunate for everybody else that's not a cats fan. But yeah, he was unbelievable and the cats just stood up when they needed to and got the 12-point win, I think
1: it was, 12 points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So No, they they were great, and they just showed how good they are and how hard they're going to be to stop this year. Um, They're rightly so the flag favourites at the moment, and, I mean, it was only a couple of weeks ago where I was like, oh, they do this every year in the home and away season, but something does feel different this year. So I think um, they'll be a worthy premiership winner if they do get there.
0: Oh, absolutely, and they've been thereabouts for so long now. It's sort of just a matter of time. With them a little bit, but speaking of sort of finals and all the rest of it, is that is that it for Port, do you think? I know mathematically it's yeah. not, but do you think?
1: Well, they've come out, like I don't know, Ken Hinckley and a couple of players have come out and saying, like, while there's still a mathematical chance, they're going to go all guns blazing for it. Yeah,
0: but you'd be disappointed as a fan if they said, we'll probably just wrap it, throw in the towel. If you're a chance, you don't mm. want to see your club thrown in the towel.
1: But the way they played against Geelong was like they were—they absolutely are worthy of top four Well, they looked finals. like a top four side, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. And
0: look, they've still got the cattle. I mean, we've, we've spoken about it plenty of times here, yeah. how they were so good in the previous seasons, and then this year all of a sudden they just had that awful yeah. start, um, which probably doesn't reflect how good they actually are as that, a team. That's so.
1: ruined them, that 0-5 start.
0: Oh, yeah. They'd, they'd be arguably top four if yeah. they played you know, good footy all season and didn't have that 0-5 and start, yeah. so... Look, it'll be interesting to see if they play. I'm glad that they're going to go guns blazing. Mm. Um, you, you know, I don't like seeing 10. If you're mathematical, I think go all out. Yep. Try play finals. That's what you play 44 to play finals football. So absolutely, why not?
1: Yeah. Well, they got the pies this week, so they'll probably lose by three points. So, <laughs> so could end there season. Jeez, that much? <laughs> yeah. uh, what about the Q clash? That was um, one of the closer ones we've seen over the last...
0: Eight years, the biggest rivalry in footy. Yeah. Levi Casbolt, four yeah. goals to his name. What a nah! It actually is becoming more and more an exciting it's game. Pretty, pretty feisty, and I was going to say there's a bit of heat between the two yeah. sides now, which you know, obviously for, for for obvious reasons, there wasn't a lot of that going around um, in earlier days, but it's it's ramped right up in yeah. recent times, and it's good game, a really good game of footy to watch. And yeah, again, just full of excitement, close game. Um, it's it's what you want in game of footy.
1: Yeah, eight in a row now for Brisbane in the Q clash. So. But Gold Coast were there; they were there, thereabouts. They almost had them, but Brisbane's class got got them in the end. And um,
0: which I think we all kind of thought would happen. Yeah, I
1: mean, we all expected it. But Gold Coast with their season on the line as well, they really pushed hard. But you know, I mean, it's going to be hard for them now to make, to play finals. You think, um, especially that yeah, that disappointing loss the week before too. So, um, but our boy Tooke Miller has got the uh, Marcus
0: Ashcroft Medal for best on ground. Well, no, no surprise there. I mean, mm, yeah. he does it. Week in, week out. Yep. He's yeah, I mean he had what, thirty four touches, I think Something it was like again. He yeah. Was, yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah. He does it so often and he would uh, do you think he's a smoky for the Brownlow?
1: Or I mean who's I really pitching votes from he him? He was bloody good last year. He was probably better last year and yeah, didn't get true. close. So um Do you
0: nah. reckon he just doesn't get recognised? Because he has games where I th- like I mean you watch him and you think he's clearly been the best guy on the yeah. ground. But I don't know. I Who don't knows. know. Maybe he doesn't kick enough goals. Well, like, I know they're looking at midfielders as well. yeah. how many goals you kick as well. Maybe he doesn't score enough. I'm not.
1: Noah Anderson, Matt Rowe, they've all been pretty good. Yeah, they've been good. Mar-Biel. I feel like
0: he's just been a, a, a step above, though. Yeah. Like every time you watch those games, Noah yeah. Anderson's been the, probably the one that's matched him closest yeah. in terms of influence. But I think. What about Marbiel? Oh, he's been pretty good as well. No, yeah. he has been good. Boy. But, but yeah. those, the, those type of players don't usually yeah. pull many Brownlow vaults unless you kick five goals or more. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So which is it is what it is, whether yep. it's right or wrong.
1: Well, speaking of a guy that would have got three Brownlow votes on the weekend, that oh. is Adam Sard, mate. Oof. Oof, What a player he is. I'm um, unbelievable. He's quickly becoming my uh, my new favourite player at the Blues. He's
0: imagine if he could reach like the ability or the potential of like a Nick Hines. Oh how God good, how good he would say that's <laughs> a good <laughs> Imagine if he could get as good as Nick Hind how oh, good he would be.
1: Jeez, he'd be a good player if he could. Yeah, Mate. There's, it's, yeah it's funny. There's, there's probably Celestian supporters out there that think Nick Hines better. But. There have to be. There have to be. Uh, but, yeah, but he's a freak. H-
0: how tall do you reckon Adam Sard is? Random question. I don't know.
1: 180?
0: Not he he's not tall. He's not tall. He's not that tall. He almost touched the sun.
1: Yeah, he went. got high. <laughs> he almost so, touched the he. sun
0: the other night. He got that. I, watching that, I remember seeing the ball and I'm like, Oh, it's gone over both their heads. Like, I wonder what's going to happen here. And Saad somehow clung onto that. I yep. couldn't believe it. I know you were there in person. What was the crowd reaction? Oh, like? it was
1: huge. Huge. He was, um, was already had such a dominant game up until that mark as well. So everyone was already up and about for him. But, yeah, when he did that, it just, yeah, the, the wolves were, were loud.
0: It was a bit of the cherry on top, that one, wasn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah, yeah. So, he, um, yeah, he was freakish. He, I think he's, his ability, his offensive ability and his defensive ability – the balance between them are incredible at the moment. That was probably one thing that he um, copped a bit of stick for in previous years was his defence. Um, and, geez, he has sorted that out very well. He doesn't get beaten one-on-one. He can chase down anyone. And then his offence is ridiculously quick and his kicking is elite. He doesn't miss a target either. No, he's but.
0: a very good kicker footy. And another one which I'm obviously a very big fan of for those that – know me and my footballing attributes that I, I like to watch. And it's uh, meters gained and he yeah. gets a lot of those because yep. I just think they're so vital to the game of football. And he's another one of those players that just week in, week out, usually tops the charts mm. with um his meters gained too. So yeah, very, very important player. Uh, I one, think you'll be All-Australian, I'd say, at this stage. You'll he's be he's For me, he's a mix. lock for the 44, for there, the 40-man squad. There's a lot of
1: players in that halfback. Pocket, yeah, that's but he, for, for me,
0: it. he's a lock in that 40 man squad, yeah. And then it's just whether or not he squeezes into the, the 22. There's a lot of players competing with him, that's why I'm not 100% if he makes that 22, but he for me he definitely makes the squad, yeah. And then whether he makes the official team or not is yet to be seen. But another player that I mean, probably not so much you on the night, but I was pretty excited to watch up and about through certain stages of the game was Toby Green. Took mm. another one, to a took a mar- hanger, yeah, that was huge. He when he's up and about, he has to be one of the best players in the competition, he is, does he not? Like definitely. He, you have to consider him one of the best. He mm. is so exciting when he wants to be and kicked a goal late, I'm pretty sure, from memory as well. Or did he... I can't remember. He yeah. Kicked he, a couple
1: he big kicked, goals. He kicked a good goal and then... Yeah. He, he was... He was, he was best, a star. He was their best player yesterday. Yeah,
0: he was a star. I mean, he was probably doing a little bit on his own at certain yeah. stages of the game, which probably you know why the blues got up by 36 points but it was um yeah good to see sort of toby back and hitting his best form after week i think he could four the week before as well yeah. so he's really hitting his straps
1: yeah i mean that that'll probably be mark of the year i'd say that was i mean him and it, you probably got top 2 in the same game yeah arguably for the year. Yeah. arguably
0: definitely yeah. well speaking of we didn't actually talk about this but goal of the year Josh Nick, Dacos. Yeah, John, it was Josh? Nick. It was no, Josh. I nearly said yeah. Nick. It was Josh Dacos. Yeah, that, that was a good call. Everyone cult. was talking about Sam Draper's the week before, which I did think yeah. would probably win it, but this was I think Dacos has the top. This was just like his old man. It was honestly bizarre. And for mm. me, the, the most impressive part was that basketball dribble he did. Yeah. That like, was pretty good. <laughs> who thinks to do that?
1: Yeah, there's Dacos boys are freaks. As
0: soon as he did that and stepped around his man, I said, oh, he's kicking this. Mm. He's going to kick a goal. And I, I, yeah, it was unbelievable to watch. That was unreal.
1: Yeah. No. I, Freakish ability, freakish family. Um, you can see why yeah, Nick is as good as he is because his brother is a freak and he's the old man and obviously one of the best players to do it. So Makes uh, sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right, mate. Well, uh, that is pretty much all the big topics from the round of footy. So let's preview round 20. We're in the 20s.
0: Quinn, we're in the 20s. Stop. Stop <laughs> it. I don't know what I'm going to do when footy is over. We oh. have four weeks of football left. Yep. Home and away, yeah, and then it really gets uh, down to the nitty gritty.
1: I don't want this season to end, like, usually, I do. I can't wait for it to end, as I was saying before. This time of the year, I'm just just finish the season, hurry up.
0: I'm sort of stuck in the middle a little bit myself, bring on next season,
1: but yeah, it's just like it's just so exciting. You just don't want it to end. It's been such a good year, personally, uh, for my club. Well, I think, even I think overall, it's been pretty good footballing as a whole. We've seen
0: some real surprise packets, like Collingwood, as we mentioned before, like Melbourne at one point went ten and zero and then all of a sudden yeah. I think they've I think they've won three out of the last eight games or yeah. something. So like their record has then obviously gone downhill. Like there's been a lot of surprises from the season. So um it's been, it's been, good been yeah it's been an exciting year. Been yeah. an exciting year. But we start off this Friday.
1: Friday night we've got Freo and Melbourne at Optus Stadium. Massive, massive game, massive uh, consequences here.
0: If Melbourne lose this, do you reckon they're a, like do you reckon they finish top four? I mean obviously, you know, they're They've still got three more weeks after that, but they've got a hard run home. We're yeah, looking at on the tally just before this. And if they lose to Freo at the moment, they're every chance. Because Freo then jump up a spot as well. But then if Freo, Freo jump them on the ladder.
1: If Freo lose, then, it, then we're really questioning Freo's ability to, to challenge as well.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. It's going to be interesting. I mean, Freo were probably disappointed they didn't knock over Richmond last week and mm. finish with the tie. So they'll really want to make a statement here against Melbourne, you'd presume. Yeah. but Tough one to tip. It's going to be tough. I mean, Melbourne are heading in favourites at this stage. It's the Monday night and Melbourne are still the favourites, yep. just. Um, I think being in WA, I'm going to go just, yeah, I It's think, it, yeah. I, I could go either way. Like, I'm not confidently tipping them, but I had to make a choice. I think just being at Optus. I mean, Melbourne did win a flag there last year, though, so. Yeah. It's their second home. I think, for me, Frio just. Yeah. Melbourne have been too rocky to be yeah. super confident.
1: I think I'm... This is my last chance with Melbourne. I'm gonna tip tip Yeah. I think their their best is, is for me, their best is the best.
0: Their best is unreal. Yeah. The we best just in need the comp. to see we just need to see that yeah. consistently.
1: They were pretty good against the Bulldogs. They just fluffed it in the last five minutes. Yeah. Which
0: is un, unlike them. Yeah. Or un, yeah, unlike the way yeah. they've been. If only they had a few Collingwood players out there, then okay. probably would have got over the line. Exactly.
1: Uh, speaking of the Pies, they're on Sunday yeah. Arvo against Port, as we mentioned before. Um, yeah, I, I think mean Collingwood by two points, three points, one yeah, point. Just Colling- Collingwood
0: to just get over the line in this yeah. one. Um, no, I think another MCG game; they'll they'll get over the line. They'll get the ten job done. Ten in a row. They win this. That's, week. that's unbelievable. <laughs> that's uh, ten yeah, ten in a row.
1: That's yeah, nuts. Crazy. Credit to them. But yeah,
0: yeah. Collingwood for mine.
1: Pies as well. Uh, Sydney and GWS at the SCG battle of the bridge. Yeah, Sydney, Swans Sydney, yeah,
0: Sydney, quite easily, and they also can't afford to lose this no, one. So if they want to keep their top four chances, killing the rack for the Giants at the moment, I think. Yeah, they're they're probably done. I don't yeah. even, I don't even know if they're mathematically a chance anymore. Oh no, nah, no, nah, they're well out. Yeah, nah.
1: so I mean, they rested Tom Green, Jesse Hogan, Josh Kelly yesterday. Yeah. Interesting so decision. Yeah, it just shows they they've they've, uh, they've checked out for 2022. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. Saturday, Twilight, we've got St Kilda and Hawthorne at Marvel.
0: Jeez, I hope Hawthorne win this one. This is a
1: big game. (laughs) Hawthorne are in pretty good form and the Saints just need to keep winning.
0: This is tough for me because both sides aren't consistent enough for me to have confidence in them Mm. at all. I mean, on paper, you say St Kilda, they're higher on the ladder, they've got more to play for. But Hawthorne have been just known to knock off better sides all year. So it's going to be... Very interesting. I think the Marvel Stadium factor plays into the Saint Saints hands a little bit more. So I'm going to go St Kilda, but it's going to be a little bit like the uh, Melbourne Freo one's going to be a bit hard to pick apart. Yeah,
1: I'm going Hawks. Ooh. I just think their their form lately has been being really. I mean they they've actually they've been pretty good all year. Hawthorne. They have. Yeah, I think they can really match it with the best teams, not win, but they are certainly very competitive against a lot of the big big teams. So St Kilda aren't quite that big Team, but they're, they're playing for vinyl, so um, and yeah, I, I think it's the trust with the Saints, you yeah. just can't trust them.
0: Well, this is massive repercussions for me as a Richmond fan. If Saints lose this one as well, well so yeah, you need the Hawks to win. Well, I kind of expected Saints and Bulldogs to lose mm. last week, just gone, and they both got up and they both got difficult games this week, so yeah, we go again. Yep, well, speaking Saturday, of
1: Saturday night, Geelong Bulldogs at GMHBA, a huge oh, GMHBA, huge huge
0: HBA, game. you can't tip against the Cats, really, can no, you? you? You can't,
1: you can't, I oh, mean. Regardless, I don't I mean, think you'd be tipping against Geelong.
0: If it was at Marvel, I'd give the Bulldogs a chance after what they just did to Melbourne. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think top of the ladder, the form that they're in, is now, and now that are at GMHBA as well, yep. um, Yeah. Like it'd be silly to go is anyone else. Tom Stewart back this week? I, uh, think. I think this has been four weeks. Yeah, I think yeah. he's back this he week. He should so be. That's yeah.
1: you, I mean, get their best player back, essentially. Yeah, Yeah, well, yeah they're, not, they're not losing this one. No, nah, nah, they'll, they'll win that. Uh, also on Saturday night, Adelaide Carlton
0: at the Adelaide Oval. Yeah, I mean, still, this will be a good one as well because Adelaide have been competitive. They're good, as at well. they're yeah, good at home, yeah, and they are good at home. Um, but Carlton just need to keep winning. They want to play top four, yeah, which there's still a chance to. So yeah, I think uh, Carlton will get this one done.
1: Yeah, we simply have to have to win this. Um, I think we get a fair few players back as well. Pitnett should be back. Um, George Hewitt would be back. Marchbank potentially back as well. So the Cavalry are well and truly starting to come back now. Right in time. Yeah, it's good. McGovern returned last week. He was it yeah, was it was good too. So. Um. Yeah, it's good. It's good Um. Sunday
0: Harbor, <laughs> Gold Coast and West Coast at Metricon. Yeah, the Suns. Suns. sun's yeah, quite yeah. comfortably, I'd say.
1: Yeah. Richmond Brisbane at the G also on Sunday.
0: Yeah. You spoke about last chances. This mm, is this is my this last is chance. Your favourites. Yeah. Favorites. yeah well, I don't know how. I don't know if the uh, sports bet are watching the same games that I am, but we are the favourites. Maybe it's the MCG factor, but we do get Tommy Lynch back this week as well, and. I think with Shane Edwards' 300th game, massive milestone. Kane Lambert retired today, day yeah. of recording, which a few Richmond supporters, including myself, are pretty gutted about. He, what do he put himself through this shit to even get on the park mm. as many times as he did was unbelievable. He can't even cut his own toenails or tie mm. his shoelaces up right now. He's that banged up, and he still played games of footy. So yep. I'm hoping all that motivation and the fact that we are still a chance for finals, especially if the Saints and Bulldogs lose this week. Mm. Um, I'm hoping that's enough to get us over the line, but this is my sort of last uh, little bit of faith I'm holding on to because we've been playing good footy. We just yeah. have one bad quarter or one bad moment, and we're the exact opposite of Collingwood right now. Collingwood have that one or two really good moments. It went just winning games, and we're having the opposite. So we're not far off winning games of footy, and I think uh, we might be able to get this one done yeah. as a, an upset win.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I, I think that's Hogs too. I think, yeah, you have been playing good. You just haven't been able to finish it off. Brisbane are no good at the, at the MCG. They haven't won there in, I think, eight years. And Melbourne touched them up a few weeks ago at the G as well. So I think Tiges just. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. You if, it's have a,
0: if i tell you, I'll say this. If it's within 10 points, we lose. <laughs> I don't have faith in us yeah, to win these close true. games. If you asked me this three years ago, I'd say I had confidence in these closer games. Mm. I mean... You know, not to d- not to dwindle on past performances, but you look at games like the 2020 Prelim mm. over against Port Adelaide, at Adelaide Oval, and we just got over the line. Like those kind of games gave me so much confidence, and now I'm watching us in close games, just pretty much throwing in the towel myself, going, "We're yeah. not going to win this." Yeah. So if it gets within 10 points, I think Richmond lose, but I'm tipping us to win by yeah 20. Yeah, um, I think you will.
1: I think you will. If you don't that's done absolutely done yeah
0: if we don't yeah. win this week that's done we we throw yeah. our chances lose, uh, drawing with Freo on the weekend so yep. we, we kind of had room mathematically I think for a loss mm. I think it technically may have been two but then we were depending too much on other teams yep so we need to win this
1: yep uh, final game of the round
0: and North at Marvel north dead rubber (laughs) yeah a little bit it's a bit of a disappointing time slot as well but i think the bombers for me they're yeah i mean look the way they played i mean we all gave collingwood all that credit but for essendon to pull up they've had a good four weeks of footy in a row now they won three in a row
1: they were very good in the second and and third quarter
0: yeah they won three games a row in a row and they should have beaten collingwood i should have arguably who would now sitting top four so they've been playing good footy um the bombers and North, not so much. So no. I think that, yeah, they'll get the job done pretty comfortably, you'd you imagine. We cannot be tipping north at any stage. Oh, I mean. <laughs> should have tipped them a couple of weeks ago, but <laughs> yeah. into the wrong like pl- 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 here. Yeah, come on, mate. Uh, rub <laughs> it in.
1: <laughs> nah, nah. Definitely uh, the bombers there. Um, all right, that is round 20. Um, and let's move on to a crime River. Can't wait for this one. Oh, jeez.
0: We spoke about it earlier and I didn't want to get into it too much because I was saving myself, but Noah Bolter. Now, Richmond supporters, as all big clubs are, or any club really, they're always quick to, you know, shit on players that have lost you the game or done something stupid. And look, we I mentioned the fact that he somehow let the 30-second shot clock run out and he got called to play on and he what should have been a set shot from 35 metres out to ice the game ended up being a turnover. But that's not the part that It did upset me, but this isn't the part I'm crying about. The part I'm crying about was after the game, he was interviewed by Matthew Richardson, Richmond's greatest ever clubman. And when asked about the game, he said basically something along the lines of, oh, it's a game of footy, it's why we love to play, we want these close games, Um, didn't get it done. And these were the exact words that tipped me over the edge. He goes, but who cares? Noah Bolter, I'm looking dead into the camera (laughs) for this one. Noah Bolter. You're probably never gonna see this. But I'll tell you who gives a shit. Your hundred thousand members that we just clocked over, which I don't know how we've still got a hundred thousand members of the footy we've been playing this season. But you've got a lot of dedicated people that go to the games, pay money, that pay your contract, that get you out there and earn a living every week. And you're gonna say, who cares? after you make a blunder like that. And that's not if you had a missed a set shot. You forgive it a little bit more. But what you did was... I've never seen anyone look, like run out in the shot clock before. Mm. I think it's happened once in AFL history prior to this. Yep. And to lose another game, or we drew, I guess, technically, but to not win another game in this fashion for the third week in a row and probably the seventh time this year, and you say, who cares? Oh, mate. Yeah, it's no good. That's, that's the attitude that I think is the reason we're not playing... We probably won't play finals this mm. year, is that kind of an attitude. And then, on the other hand, you see Noah Cumberland, who's played on after the, it took a mark. He probably should have gone back, kicked the goal. He was in tears after the game. Mm. Now, he's still disappointed in what he's done, but at least you can see that it meant a lot. And he, you know, he wasn't, he was upset with himself for doing what he did. And you forgive it, forgive and move on. But, mate, Noah Bolter, oh, God, put him back in the back line. No he's, the forward experiment is over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That I pissed me off. It just baffles me that a player would say that after the game.
0: I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I walked to my car. I I put the radio on straight away, and the first thing they were talking about on the radio was the interview with Richo, and they played a bit of the clip. Did, and I
1: was there back uh, callbacks. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, were yeah, yeah, fire they were fiery. Yeah, yeah, they were fiery. They couldn't yeah.
0: believe it. Like, like, who? Said, how can you not care? Yeah, and even if you don't, you don't say it on national yeah. TV. Exactly. Um. Uh, yeah. That That's the kind of attitude that doesn't when your games a footy, and it's no wonder we're in the position we're in right now. So yeah. there's my Crimey River.
1: Yeah, geez, that's 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 fair enough. That's fair enough. I'd be absolutely ropeable if that was a, a Carlton player saying that after a, a loss like that or a draw, a result like that. So,
0: with what with what it meant, yeah. Exactly. If it's round three and you've got a whole season ahead of you, yeah. you still don't want to hear it, but maybe not as detrimental. But the fact that there's four weeks left and we're probably not going to play finals now because of this result.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. We're moving on. All right. Big call time. Um I think the Collingwood bubble is gonna burst this weekend against Port Adelaide. Oh. Even though I said like I can say you're contradicting
0: yourself. I was thinking about that before. I thought he's contradicting himself a little bit, but he's just building the suspense. Just keeping everyone guessing.
1: But uh I think they will. I think they will. Port I saw how good Port were. Port are playing like a finals team at the moment. And they need and to keep winning. They need to keep winning just in case someone slips up, there's an opportunity that presents itself for them.
0: I can name one or two sides that might do that. Yeah,
1: so, and I think the bubble has... It's going to have to pop eventually.
0: That's the thing. Is it more of a case of they're just due for a loss or you think that Port are a better side? A bit of both.
1: I think over the last few weeks, Collingwood haven't really played any good sides.
0: North, Essendon...
1: Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah, I think their last win against top team, don't come at me if I've got this wrong, I think it was the Queen's birthday game, I think was their last win against a, a top team. I'm just trying to think quickly off the top of my head. I'm not sure if I can do it that quickly. Yeah, I'd be
0: picking at straws um, trying to think of that one.
1: I th- Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. So, um yeah, so I think this is it. I think Port are, are, are much better than where their, their ladder position says they are. And I think this is uh this their time to uh you know, they've had they've had nine lives and I think uh this one's uh done. They're run out. Yeah.
0: Well, I will just say I've done a quick check and I may have missed a round, but I, I think it was spot on there. I yep. think it was the uh Queen's birthday one. They had a buyer somewhere in there, they played the Giants, they played the Suns, and then obviously mm. they played North yeah, Adelaide yeah. and um Essendon on the weekend, so yeah, you're spot on. The last top eight side was the Ds, but the Ds aren't any team to shy away at either, so... it's true. You can only beat who's in front of you, I guess, but maybe the manner in that they're doing it isn't giving you enough confidence. No. Well, I'm happy to be proven wrong
1: by them, but um, I just think this week, with what Port have to play for, Collingwood obviously also have a lot to play for, but I just think... Ten wins in a row just doesn't sound right, yeah. does it?
0: Well, Melbourne did it, and it's crazy to think that the Pies. Yeah, but might Melbourne not do won it. the premiership. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. crazy to think yeah. that they might do the same yeah, thing. Exactly. And how often do you get two teams in a year that win ten in a row? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. It'd be cool for AFL history, yeah, just would for they? the stat book. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't mind that. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Port so to beat the Pies.
1: See so what happens.
0: Do uh, Port Adelaide roll up with the uh, the prison stripes?
1: <laughs> that would be funny. That would be a statement. Yeah. And
0: I tell you what, worth the fine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Imagine Eddie Eddie Maguire's face. Oh, doesn't like, that.
0: yeah, has no say anymore. But yeah. yeah, that'd be
1: unbelievable. All right, mate. Well, that is uh, that is us done for another week. Episode one hundred and six. round twenty, Kicking along honestly. Yeah, it's it's great, it's great, um, and yeah, finals just around the corner. So, business end of the season, very exciting, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk after round twenty.